0: Uh well hello um, you drummeroos uh, you know it's been a it's been a rough a rough time in the OYO house um, we've been uh, struggling struggling pretty pretty hard um, the 49ers lost the NFC championship to the Rams uh, it wasn't fun but it was a fucking great game. It was a good game. It was a great game. Um, so I have to respect that. But I just do not respect the Rams um, in any kind of way. Uh, so, you know, there was a moment, the end of the game, I think we all know, when Jimmy uh, tossed the ball and, you know, it turned out to be an interception. And I looked at Matthew and I looked down and I said, that's Jimmy's G's career as a Niner. Right there. And uh, about a few days later now, today, maybe today or yesterday it came out? It's today. Today uh, it came out that uh, Jimmy's going to be traded. And uh, he's in talks with the GM right now, figuring that out, the best trade possible for both both parties. Um, So, you know, uh, we just want to say, you know, no matter what, like Jimmy was a rock star. Jimmy yeah. is a rock star. You yeah. know, he's... He's going to be very successful in any team he goes to build. Um, he's definitely a fighter. So um, from the bottom of our hearts, Jimmy, Jim, you, G, we love you. you. You fucking kill us sometimes, and God, we hated you. But <laughs> at the same time, you know, he blessed us with a lot of uh, amazing football. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I, thank I, you so much, Jimmy G. literally cried during the press conference. I cried. During the press conference. I showed up to a meeting late because my eyes were all red. And then I cried at the end of the game. Yep. yep. So, So Jimmy, love you, man. Good luck wherever you go. We'll always be rooting for you. Unless yeah. you're playing us, then I will not root for you. Then we'll want to fight you, but so, uh, otherwise, otherwise, you know, thank David, you. David, roll that intro. Roll that intro. I'm Drum. I'm Drummer.
1: Alright, welcome back everybody. Week
0: 115. Week 115 guys, that's 1 times 100, 100 plus 5, plus 5 and plus 5. That is 115 motherfuckers. What's up? And as always we're your hosts, I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. This is a podcast about brotherhood and the three S's. Storytelling. Supernatural.
1: And self-improvement.
0: God, what a beautiful thing. Now, Matthew. What's up big guy? We have some more football news. Might as well get it all out of the way now.
1: Yep, and in relation to Jimmy Garoppolo's first team that drafted him, Mm -hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo came into the NFL and sat behind another quarterback. Some may know him as the sixth-round draft pick, number 199 overall. Or the GOAT. Or the GOAT. Tom Brady is retiring. There was actually uh, reports from Adam Schefter, who's a very trustworthy uh, reporter that came out saying Tom Brady was going to retire. Yeah. And then Tom Brady called his general manager and was like, I haven't actually made my decision yet. So, within like an hour, it was like, Tom Brady's retiring. Everyone was freaking out. There was thank you posts all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, within 15 minutes, there was those posts taken down. And then um, Tom Brady t- t- took, I don't know, he needed an extra 48 hours or something to figure it out. Yeah. Just want to make uh, sure he
0: was sure about it and also that it was his decision.
1: Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is like he probably knew he was going to retire. Oh, yeah. But he wanted to be the one to come out and say it. Like, of course. like that that sucks to have prob like arguably the greatest career ever. Mm-hmm. And I don't even really think it's that much of an argument. And then to have somebody, you know, get the news leaked and then someone else try and leak it to beat it to the punch. Like I love and respect Adam Schefter, but that That was a dick move. That sucked. Yeah. Like
0: Yeah, that's fucked.
1: Man. You let Tom Brady decide when Tom Brady's done.
0: Yeah. I was uh it was it's sad to see, but also kind of relieved. You know, he's finally out of the game. So I finally have to, don't have to deal with him in football anymore. Yeah, but
1: he's the last of like a quarterback like generation because uh-huh. you had uh, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Phillip Rivers, Drew Brees. Like there is a bunch of different quarterbacks that came out in that same same two to three year draft class. Yeah. You know, and they all, he was the last of the bunch. Did they have a name? No, because I think it it wasn't the all the bunch. same draft class. The Brady Bunch? Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, super, um, it's been fun. Like, especially towards the end, you know, like there's a lot of people that don't like Tom Brady and I get it. He wins a lot,
0: but some people
1: are afraid of greatness, you know?
0: Yeah, man. I mean, you just got to accept when a good football player is there, you have to respect it just like Fred Warner. He's a great football player. He's kind of an asshole to other players, but that's why we love him. He's Fred Warner. He's our asshole. He's our asshole.
2: So if you would have to pick between the two, of who is gonna have the longer lasting effect on the sport? Uh, kind of looking at right now, between Brady and LeBron, who do you think is gonna end up staying the test of
1: time a little bit better? I don't know basketball enough to really know yeah, what to, LeBron's done
0: specifically. Yeah. To me, Brady's the king.
1: Because like Brady, I I, didn't, I don't think Brady changed the game. Like he did, he just did his job very, very,
0: very well. Efficient, yeah. He didn't like, really switch it up.
1: And, and I mean, I can make the art Like, the little bit that I know, Tom Brady was, like, the tide that raised all ships. Like, he made other players better. If you look throughout his career, he very rarely had, like, a superstar wide receiver. You know, it took a while for Julian Edelman and Wes Welker to actually come into their own. Um, and the other wide receivers that he had that were big names the only one that I could think of that actually did anything meaningful was Randy Moss. They would go out and they would get these other big name, you know, wide receivers and they wouldn't really do anything special because Tom Brady wouldn't lock in on one person and just throw the ball to him no matter what. Yeah. He would always play the um the The coverages, like he would find the open person, you know, whatever was available is available. And the little bit that I know about LeBron is like LeBron's the ultimate recruiter and everywhere he goes, other people come along with him. Not saying he doesn't make them play better, but, you know, Tom Brady was out there winning Super Bowls, making people that were no names, household names, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So. So then who would you
2: who's your call? Who is the Drum and Drummer pick for the next for the next legend? Tom Brady in the sport. No, obviously he just retired.
1: Who's the next one? Trey Lance. <laughs> the Homer in me wants to say Trey Lance, and I I think that's very very possible. Um I mean, I it's it's kind of hard to say like the next like legend like, you know, Josh Allen. Um but there's this new breed of quarterbacks that mm-hmm. are coming out.
0: It's crazy, man.
1: Like Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, uh Justin Herbert, like Burrow, L- Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow. There's all these quarterbacks that are coming out that are so young,
0: but they're just balling. Versatile as fuck, man. Just yeah, so, amazing football players.
1: And I, I think Trey Lance will be right up there within the next year or two. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, just the little bit we've seen
0: this year has been pretty cool. Yeah. So. I'm pumped, man.
1: But anyways, off the sports talk. Dalton, dude, how was your week?
0: Um, It was rough, man. It was pretty shitty Niners' loss. So, you know, more football. But that's all I have. They've messed me up. Yeah. But I feel like, uh, you know, we tried out our last episode and... Yeah. Um. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh. We we actually had a lot of fun. Learned a lot about David as well. Yeah. So, it's funny because
1: uh, like I I was telling um Heather this today, like I knew some of the stories. Like you know when I first joined Charter Oak, like I, I was a new kid on campus, and I decided to hang out with everybody that was in Odyssey. So every single Odyssey story I've heard at least a thousand times, which is why I don't have a problem telling you guys the same stories over and over because you owe it to me. Uh.
0: Yeah, it's actually your fault.
1: <laughs> you made me this way. <laughs> um, but it was cool to get like a deep dive and to like just kind of see where your interests stemmed from all those years ago. It was cool. I I, wish, I had way more questions, so yeah. yeah probably we're, gonna need a part two. We're gonna
0: need a part two for sure. Maybe even a part three. There's a lot of things I want to ask, and I got quality questions.
2: But not just that. It's been two weeks since we last recorded a main episode, so yeah. like it was you know we waited till this week to do it and. You know, good that we did. Otherwise, we'd be sitting here talking about how the Niners are on their way to the championship game mm-hmm. and, uh, and how that game went. And so, uh, how does it feel now missing out on a week of stuff that's happened? Do you think it's going to make it easier to talk about these things? To- easier for the main episodes because you're going to have a lot more to talk about?
0: If we had more things going on. I'm, I'm, I, I strangely feel like I have less to talk about, even though yeah, more time. I have working and then I guess just training. That's all we do.
1: Well, guys, I haven't, Dalton, my week's been great. Thanks for asking. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you do update week, on, on my day today. My day today has been very, very hectic. This time of the year always gets a little crazy for me. My schedule gets a little wild. But at my job, I sell cyber insurance, I sell it to businesses, I sell, I sell large businesses cyber insurance. I know my stuff. I know phishing emails, right? Sure. But sometimes you just get got. You got you know? got? I got got today. I was working on this account. It's probably going to be, you know, one of my largest ones and super excited for it. So, you know, I got everything ready. I was getting ready to send over the, the, the bind order, right? Get get everything going. And I'm focusing on this email. I want to make sure everything's worded correctly. And so I'm typing it all up. And my boss, um, you know, he sends me this calendar invite for a meeting with somebody right and so you know we'll say my boss's name is dalton right so
0: hypothetically so
1: in my in my my email uh it says dalton is hosting this so i just see it and i accept it right because obviously my boss respects my time and will you know only put me on things that we need so i overwork his ass so i go and i i jump on this zoom call I'm going to need more explanation on that. I jump on the Zoom call and it's me and this other guy, right? (laughs) And I'm like, okay, like this must be the other company that we need to talk to for whatever reason. So I'm just sitting there and the guy is just chugging water. Like I don't know what the hell is going on. But I just hear. (laughs) Sounds like my kind of guy. He's just like. (laughs) Right? And I'm like, damn, this guy's thirsty. But I'm so focused on my email. I'm just waiting. I'm expecting my boss to hop in and start the conversation. So I'm sitting there and then I hear the guy go. Oh, hey, Matt. Um, Good to see you there, man. And so I come off mute and I go, hey, what's going on? He goes, all right, well, let's get into it. Breaks into this presentation, okay? And the whole time he's selling me SEO services, okay? Oh, my God. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like thinking to myself like, okay, did did my boss send me into this because like he didn't have time for it so he wants me to just kind of get a feel? Like there was no context that was given to me. So I see his availability pop up on our teams so i message him and i go hey man are you gonna jump into this call and he's like what call and i'm like you put me on this this link uh that you sent me this invite or do you added me to this and he's like i didn't put anything on your calendar so then i'm I'm looking and then i look over and the guy presenting his name is also dalton right they had Ah. the same name so i just saw so i click on it so i'm sitting there and i'm like did we even talk about it, right? And so he finally gets to his, his deck page, right, the slides or whatever. My company was named something else a long time ago, yeah. and it says that, that name's presentation. And I'm like, this guy has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. So then he gets like 20 minutes in. It takes me 20 minutes to, p- to piece all this together. And I go, hey, man, quick question. He goes, what's going on? And I'm like, have we talked before? And he goes, uh, uh, no, I talked to someone in your office. And I go, oh, okay, like, you know, what was that person's name? And he goes, oh, uh, Jill. And I'm like, there, there is no one in my office named Jill, man. And he goes, oh, well, you know what? She must have been let go before uh, before you got there. And I was like, I've been here for five years. I literally know everybody and their kids. There's no one named Jill. And I was like, and also uh, the, the company name, that was our name 10 years ago. So you've got some bad information. I don't know who's selling you your data. And he hung up really quick. And the whole time the guy was pressing me for credit card information. Oh my god. (laughs) Pressing you for credit card information? Uh Uh-huh. To get me to buy a package.
0: You were just hacked.
1: Dude, I know. So I was sitting there and I like had to like contemplate my life. I called my boss and I was like, I don't think I could be the cyber insurance expert anymore. Like, (laughs) it took me 20 fucking minutes to figure it out.
0: Ah, but that makes sense. I would fuck that up too.
1: It was just it was weird. And then the guy like I know a good amount about SEO. And so once I kind of realized it, I was asking him very pointed questions, and he's like, "I guarantee you, we can get you on the first page of Google." And I'm like, no, "Oh, can't?" I'm like, "You can guarantee it?" He goes, "Yep, yep." I work very closely with Google, and I'm like, it, "How it,
0: long do you say the process was to get his stuff up,
1: Mister Google?" Dude, like, like nothing was clicking. He said it would take like I don't know, like three weeks, and I'm like, oh, "There's shut no the way." Fuck up. But yeah, I was dumb, man. So then I was sitting there, I'm like, I feel bad for all the like, you know, elderly people or the people that just you know, aren't aren't able to catch on or aren't technologically savvy enough to kind of like piece these different things together. (laughs) Like you? (laughs) Yeah, like me, man. I'm getting old in my old age.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. That's actually a crazy story. Bro, it was
1: wild. I've never had that happen. So do you
2: think that his name actually was Dalton or he found Dalton's? You
1: know, status like as was CEO, my boss and then and just kind of went was to, like,
2: "All right, I'm gonna put the name as Dalton," and then I,
1: I think that might be it because, like, we, on our website, it's just my boss's names and then mine, really. Oh, you know,
2: I was waiting for something way more nefarious. Like he was just
1: chugging water, and the whole time he's running some program to get into your computer. No, no, it didn't get that far. I think he was trying to he was trying to get the credit card information. He probably had some landing page for me to go fill everything out. But uh, yeah. But dude, I got to play tennis this weekend. How was that, dude? It was so much fun. Me, David, and Shouty touty Natalie.
0: How did you do, David? I did. Sh- I did shit. David I did very play like bad.
1: David was very good at starting out hot, and then he would just choke. Why? Um, I got a new racket. Shut the hell just up. Was your forearm uh, sore? Probably no, not broken. Dude, my forearms yet. were. So, my forearm was so sore. Well, Here. that's because you have a good forearm hit. Yeah, my forearm was sore, dude. Like you hit with your arm? I literally grabbed the Brita to try and like pour myself water, and it was full, and I couldn't fucking pick it up. It was rough. Oh, you are really
0: sore. Yeah.
2: Don, what was the last sport you played? CrossFit. Uh, okay. What was the last traditional sport you played?
0: Uh, probably
2: swim. Like, even recreationally.
1: <laughs> you play
2: basketball every day, don't you?
0: With my kids, yeah,
2: but I mean, say I was gonna say that counts.
0: I guess so. I guess yeah. I mean today I, I did football. So
2: you play football with a bunch of
0: kids, <laughs> yeah,
2: that are big, enough, big. That you are higher on the best receiver.
0: Than, like I'm the best receiver. <laughs> <laughs> they never want me to be all time quarterback though. Why? Because they said I'm better on, on the run. <laughs> I agree with them. Are you sure line. they
2: don't just want to put you in a position where they can tackle you?
0: They can't tackle me. They never do.
1: Because they're not allowed to?
0: Uh, It's two-hand touch. Because
1: you know how that goes. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure it's two-hand touch, Dalton. Yeah, it's
0: great. Can you
2: picture Dalton just like...
0: (laughs) Slamming kids. (laughs) Slamming
2: kids, and when
1: they come at him, he's like, Whoa, hey, it's two-hand touch. Hey, Hey, you touched me? Actually, actually, yes, I can totally see Dalton doing that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's fun. Yeah, I guess football then. I
2: was going to say, because Dalton... You know, Matt, Matt, we got golf... Tennis, racquetball, you know, I think we pride ourselves on just playing any kind of sport we can, mm-hmm. but yours, your hobbies seem much more non-active. Yeah, yeah so, you
1: sedentary fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not active at all. Sedentary? Yeah. That Does that mean you sit down all the time? Stationary? No, sedentary. I thought
2: sedentary is when you have water coming out your butt. It's
0: time for... Dictionary, Dictionary with day. What's the
2: one where you have water coming out of your butt? Diarrhea?
0: Diarrhea. No. Gonorrhea.
2: Dysentery. Ah. What, right there. It's at the top. Yep. Sedentary.
0: Golf. What does Tending
1: it say? to spend much time seated. Somewhat inactive. The only reason I know that is because every time I set my macros in my little you know, uh, food tracker, okay. I have to choose my activity level. And I always want to say active. And it gives you this like estimate of steps that you take per day. And to be active you have to take over ten fifteen thousand what's like, the
0: most steps you ever taken in a day
1: ever I took like forty thousand steps at Disneyland one time that was wild How about you i it would probably be something like that too yeah it's 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 when you're out all day I really want when we went to the uh the safari park uh last year for Carly's birthday I really wanted to know how many steps I took that day two years ago Wow was it two years ago twenty
0: twenty probably no actually I don't even think that huh. much. Yeah. Really? Because I hit... I hit... At work, I hit 25,000 steps by 10, 30, or 11 o'clock.
1: Yeah, see, like, your your job would be considered active. Which that's, is, that's true. When I was a lifeguard, it was like you're hitting 10,000 steps easy. Easy. You're not even thinking about it. Yeah. Right? But I have a desk job. Sometimes I raise my standing desk up so I can stand. But then you're standing. But then I'm standing.
2: Ugh. You can technically stand there and then just wave your hand
1: back and forth? No, you know what I want? I want a stationary bike with a little desk on top. I don't know how much I would actually use it, but it sounds like a great idea.
0: I feel like that's a terrible idea. You
1: could also put your
2: desk in the standing position. Matt's going to fall asleep and then get a stationary bike and put it right in front.
0: Matt's going to fall asleep and his legs are going to keep kicking. Like he's riding a bicycle. Never he's gonna stop. Be like a
2: dog in water.
0: <laughs> <It always worked laughs> <Yeah. out. laughs> you lift the and He's like, <laughs> <laughs> see, that'd be funny. Yeah. You know, I'm at? get it. I want to see that. <laughs>
1: So, not only do uh, we play sports together, David and I have recently been bonding over a new form of game and activity. Pegging. Oh, yes. Wordle. so oh. I, I, <laughs> <an laughs> I, <laughs> I thought you were going I just got excited because I thought I I So, I texted David being like, what the hell is this Wordle thing? Because I keep seeing it on Twitter. Do you know what it is? I have no idea what you're talking about. So, it's kind of like... And I understand, okay, so Wordle is a word game where every day there's a mystery word. And it's five letters? Five letters five letters, long, five letters long, and you type it in. You don't know what it is. You get six tries. And whatever word you put in, each letter will be a different color. So if the letter is not in the word at all, it'll be gray. If the letter is in the word, but you have it in the wrong spot of the word, then it'll be yellow. And if it's in the right, if it's in the word and it's in the right spot, it'll be green. So basically, you'll type out the first word and then you'll see what letters turn what color. So if you have a green one, you know that that is where that letter belongs. If you get a yellow one, you know it's in the word, but you got to move it around some places. And if it's gray, then you just know you don't have to worry about that letter anymore. Okay. Right. And you get okay. six tries. Yeah. After six your sixth try, you have to wait till tomorrow. So I asked David, like, how does this work? And he sent it to me. He told me the website to go to. So I've been I've been addicted. I literally look forward to playing this damn thing every morning.
2: Is it something that sounds like something you'd want to try?
0: Um, if I could do it, but I don't really have time in the morning, so
2: It's pretty quick. Yeah. It's like a minute or so. Well yeah. it, it takes
1: me way longer than a minute,
2: but yeah.
0: Sounds difficult.
2: You should try it. Well, it's it's gotten huge. It's gotten all over the place. Really, e- everyone's playing it, and uh, there's TikToks on. You know, it's there's people
1: making TikToks about how to play it. What's best the age now. range
0: for these people? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let me put it this way. it's the <laughs>
1: same people that that looked forward to doing crossword puzzles within the New York Times. No,
2: crosswords are a whole. Hard, other dude. Level. I do like easy ones sometimes. I feel I feel, at I feel all really time. good. For, I feel really good about it. <laughs>
0: Wait, say it again. I <laughs> do crosswords at the school all the time.
1: Have you ever like sat down with a newspaper crossword and tried to do it? Those clothes are too hard. I can't. I've done one. You did? Did you Google it? Uh, no. No? No. You legitimately sat there.
0: Well, I did it with uh, with uh, my ex's grandma. but.
1: Yeah. Okay, but who put more words down? You or her? She definitely oh, oh a I was. I Which was... means she
2: probably plays it, and then you were just like, hey, what's up? What are you yeah, that he sat
1: this? down to eat breakfast and she was
2: just like you just drink coffee banging and out. she asked him one question yeah she was like Dalton what what is a, a, a bird sound internet
1: like, <laughs> Twitter.
2: Twitter. Twitter Twitter oh <laughs> she was like thanks and did the rest of it all herself and Dalton was like yeah I helped <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Probably did, like yeah half, I did, did something it. but it's crazy because uh wordle got bought by New York Times yes and so that's there was a there was a, a bit of a worry about that now because there's talk about it becoming one of the features of a
1: New York Times subscription. Ah, that would suck. I would definitely not pay for a New
0: York Times subscription. That would suck.
2: And that seems to be the case with a lot of stuff, where it's like something free is really, really fun and well-developed, and it comes out, and then someone buys it, and then it goes away. Just give it like
0: a 10-second ad. You'll make so much money. Yeah, that's true. Give it an ad. You'll get money off it. That's what I would do. Come on. Leave it for the people, But the
2: New York Times, I
0: think, is above little dingy ads see but i would like if it was my company or my thing that i made i would never do that i'd be like okay how can i make money first myself and kind of enjoy this process instead of just giving it away
1: i think new york times should do ads but for stuff other stuff that they own that just makes the most sense like you have the audience for this thing right so let's say new york times bought something else and just put an ad of you know um i don't know if they fucking are sponsoring a movie or something like you know, put the ad for the movie or if you have a new news article.
0: Actually, David. What,
2: what else is the New York Times known for?
0: What's. OK, but this question is completely off topic. I'll yeah, wait. go for it. What is the uh, the budget for the Uncharted movie?
2: The budget for the Uncharted movie. It's it's so high. It's like off I heard. The ch- I it's heard like it's off like off the charts.
0: 20,000 or 40,000 less than like the biggest movie in history was ever made. I don't like, know. It's but, that much. Money. I don't know. But you guys didn't even laugh at my joke. So fuck you. What joke did you make? We're moving on.
2: Let me look up the Uncharted. Do you have uh, a pr- Do you have hurt. a problem
1: with Mark Wahlberg being sully?
2: I am gonna see it because I'm open to whatever they're gonna do for it. Does Rachel Rachel, have a Rachel problem? doesn't want to
1: watch it? Yeah, I don't know why. I knew she wouldn't want if to. If
0: Matthew was to I make a movie about himself, <laughs> what actor would you choose Matthew to play as? There he,
2: Oh, mean? what I would choose? What actor would you I w- choose for I Matt? I want to hear what Matt chooses. No, first, no, no. You go so first. We already
0: have. We, I already know his idea. You know his idea. We talked about this talked about earlier. One
2: hundred and twenty million dollars wow. is for Uncharted, which is not a lot.
0: Maybe it's how much?
2: Like I, it's sorry, it's a lot. It's not a lot for like a big crazy blockbuster. I'm looking
0: at it, and it looks like a lot.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, let's see. The biggest. I'd be pumped for like one percent. Because like that. Avengers was like two hundred and fifty. Of course, Pirates it's isn't par- it? Pirates on of Stranger, the Caribbean. On Str- nope. Avengers. Four hundred million. End game. Dude,
1: oh, wow. They spent all that money and I still haven't even maybe, seen it.
0: Maybe it's about maybe it's their tickets are selling out on. Maybe it's something like that. I don't know, but they're making a lot of money. I guess uh, the main character, I forget his name. Tom the one Holland, Spider Man, yeah. Didn't yeah, my,
1: my Instagram feed is this random thing about Tom Holland and um, what's the girl's name? Zendaya? Zendaya? Yo, and they're, like, they're a great couple. Oh, they're together? That makes way more sense now because yeah, it's always yeah, just yeah. him hitting on her. And then she's just always like smiling. There's
0: a there's a picture of him and her walking down the street, and she has his arm around, she has her arm around his waist, like he, she's just holding him. Hell yeah! And then they they just make fun of him for it all the time. Good. I'm like man, that's probably a nice feeling. All right, man. Insult me,
1: roast me.
2: I don't <laughs> know why I don't know why Aziz Ansari comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but okay.
2: that's like the spirit of what I get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The.
0: spirit. Look into the physical.
2: Into the physical. You want me to see who looks like Matt? Who would be? Because Mark Wahlberg doesn't look like Sully, at all. No, Mm -mm. I don't know. I hate that casting. Uh, Why do you hate that casting? Tell me while I I think about it. Tell me me while I think about who you who physically looks like you.
1: Because I'm assuming this is based off of the video game, right? Has to be.
0: There's nothing else about it. So, I mean, there's a comic book, I think.
1: You know I can fucking see your searches, right? Uh-huh. Um basically oh, this is way more distracting than I thought it'd be. Just gorgeous. Buff ass dudes, man. Um no, because in Uncharted, it's a video game, basically treasure hunting, right? Sully is this older guy, he's like sweaty, always smoking a Cuban cigar, but he's kind of like the the getaway like, the, the getaway master. Yeah. You know? You got a job to do, and he loves Nathan Drake for whatever reason, mm-hmm. right? So he'll do anything for him. And so Nathan goes and gets in all, all this trouble, and Sully's always there to bail, bail him out, right? And... <laughs>
2: you can tell what I'm doing right now while you're talking. <laughs>
1: yes. Uh He's literally typed in short buff actors and is going through the list. And the top
0: one was Danny DeVito, <laughs> the top shortest actor. Oh, man.
1: Um... But yeah, Mark Wahlberg, but he's also like, he's solely supposed to be like slightly overweight, you know, not super shredded. Very
0: dad bod. And yeah. Mark Wahlberg is not that at all. But he's I, a lot I like, I know what they're doing with, sorry, what's his name? Drake? Drake, is that his name? That character? Yeah, Nathan. Nathan Drake. I know what they're doing with him is like, they're starting this guy to look out <laughs> young, and then as they're making a series out of it, so he's going to get older as the movie gets, as they go further into the series. But with Sully, it's, like, may, are they, or maybe they're doing this at, like, a younger age for him, too, so he gets older with him, but he's just, like, definitely, like, middle-aged already. Yeah, that's maybe true. Maybe he just progressively gets older, and he, like, looks more to the part later on. I don't know,
1: man. A lot of the video game movie, the video games that yeah. become movies, they're just not good. I don't know.
0: I'm, I'm very nervous about My it. My idea is which that is the, the, which best, is,
2: the best video game movies are not based on video games, but they're about the video game medium. Like, video game medium, what do you mean? Like, like, they're about video games. Like, Jumanji is a movie... About a board game? About a video game. Well, I don't one, know, the because one. The Witcher yeah. is fantastic. The Witcher, but that's also based on books. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, Free Guy ended up being pretty good because it was about open world RPGs. Yeah. You know, open world online. Yeah. Um, Wreck-It Ralph is about retro video games.
0: Wreck-It Ralph's a great movie. I'm going to watch that later. I love that movie.
2: But uh, I got three, three choices. I think. Okay, All right, let's, let's hear it. it. Uh, the first one that I saw that's not on this list um, was Matt Damon. That's exactly what Monique said. I see Matt Damon. That's one. But as I look at this list, the second one that comes up is Emilio Estevez. Who the hell's that? <laughs> he's the one from The Breakfast Club. He's the uh, he's the the jock.
0: How do I know who that Here, guy is? I'll
2: look him up. And then the third one, of course, and I'm surprised I didn't
1: think of it earlier, Kevin Hart. See, that was my initial reaction is Kevin Hart. But then I started thinking about it, and I've randomly had people tell me this, that Mark Wahlberg would play me in a movie.
0: I would say Mar- Mark Wahlberg.
1: Mark Wahlberg's too exasperated. The hell does that mean?
0: Like like y- Boston?
2: <laughs> like, you know he when, he does ba- <laughs> when he does comedy? Like, his voice is always... It's, like, always a piece. You can't, you can't believe it. You know, I gotta be a butterfly. You gotta let me fly. Like, it's always, like... <laughs> I, feel like very, I feel like he's taking this way too from far. from the other guys. See, uh, I,
1: I, I just meant, of like... Just, like, the movies I've seen. Nah. All right. That was wrong. Fuck it. That's Emilio Estevez My kids call
0: me Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> because of your hair? that's awesome. Whenever i run around or I'm chasing somebody <laughs> down they go oh look it's keanu Reeves. <laughs> they're such asses they are
2: uh but he was big in the 80s oh he was in the outsiders he's just, he's i got, absolutely disagree
0: i absolutely disagree
2: you don't think that looks like matt's
1: mustache
0: i'm thinking about the way he talks the like way like he acts.
1: mustache
2: that then is, i'd say i'd say matt damon Matt Damon. Yeah, has I say to be Matt the Matt once when he ground. said
1: that, I I was like, yeah, I kind of I completely agree with that. Kevin
2: Hart's like too upbeat. Yeah, because you have a very l- grounded David's Winston, a little that's grumpy. It. Uh, that's only thing I that see. can get turned on. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say Matt Damon. Nah, that works for me. Well, if he's Matt Damon, then I gotta be his Ben
0: Affleck. Wow, you're gonna go, you're gonna go to Ben what, Affleck. What was the huh?
1: What was the villain from the Wiggles? Not the Wiggles. What was the? Uh, <laughs>
0: The pirate?
1: No, the uh, oh, what was is a Nickelodeon show? The
0: Wiggles. The fact oh, that was oh your Lazy choice. Town. Lazy
1: Town. what is the villain? Google him. He looks like you. He
0: does <laughs> look
1: like you. This is who you are,
2: Robbie,
0: Robbie, Robbie, Rotten. Robbie. Robbie. Good
1: images. R.I.P. <laughs>
0: R.I.P. Baby. R. A. P. I take
1: it. I take it back so much. This is not you at all. Oh no no! What's the blue guy? Go to the blue
0: guy. The
2: Blue guy's the hero. Yeah, go to the hero. Why? Because of his mustache. Yeah. I don't and know he, I,
0: didn't he pass away
2: too? I actually don't know the main guy. Right there. Sporticus. Does it have mustaches
1: just one? His
2: name is Sporticus.
1: This is definitely an Italian show. Oh, one thousand percent. It was so good. Dude, PBS is so weird. Yeah, broke you.
0: Their clothing was wild, man. I love that show so much. It's a great show.
1: It made me feel weird. I don't know why. Cause you had a crush on the main girl? No, I don't think I did. I, I did. didn't watch it long enough. They're just creepy. Like, look at that guy. He just scares me. Lazy right, Town's
2: wild. We man. are so off topic.
1: Let's, take- <laughs> <laughs> let's let's take a break. Let's take a break. <laughs> talking about lazy town? Has there ever been a time in your life where you've just needed to whip out your thing to do your business mm-hmm. for positive or negative experiences? Then I have just the product for you let me introduce you to the nose underwear boxer when you're running you got a full bladder and you have to piss Mm -hmm. and you're running down towards the bathroom and you just might not make it and you get to that last second you have to pull down your underwear to whip it out whipping it out no more because it's just always whipped out ready for any occasion it's a nylon underwear that has a nice opening in the front that resembles an elephant trunk this could also be called Elephant Truck Underwear. So let's go ahead and you can order it. Use code shlong at uh, drumpodcast.com uh, for your discount today. DRUM LONGSHLONG? <laughs> DRUM LONGSHLONG? That's what you came up with? <laughs> I
0: thought that was good. That was great, Your man. code better be better than that. Man recently i've been struggling with abdominal cramps and or pain i've had some nausea and vomiting um my fever's been through the roof and i've been so dehydrated and i can't and it became so (laughs) life-threatening and i was like man i need to stop this now i ran to the store couldn't find anything and i said you know what i'm gonna make my own pill so i talked to my people and we all made something called The dysentery pill. Now, if you guys have dysentery, you know it's not a fun game. It's not a game we like to play. So, let's be smart. Take a dysentery pill. By the way, a coupon code for you is I'm not going to shit today. That's all I got.
1: And we're back. All right. All right. All right. Yes. Uh. So we're <laughs> <laughs>
2: sorry. Let's I go, David. Pick it up. I was supposed <laughs> to be in charge of <laughs> this. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh. So to get back on topic. Oh. So the last time we had an episode, we when we were young, fest had just got announced. Yeah. Like that day. Mm-hmm. Which also is crazy that it tells you like how fast everything moves. Mm-hmm. Uh. And so you guys talked about it, but you didn't. We didn't really know much about. So you guys were just looking at the poster and stuff like that. Since then, there's been a lot of info about when it's sold out. Three days. It was supposed to be one day, and then it became three.
0: And it's a three-day thing now. The same lineup. Same lineup. It's
1: not like so. So all every band is gonna play three days in a row. All sixty
2: bands are gonna play all three. Eighteen days.
1: seconds of one song. Three three days in a row. And so
2: that's fifteen minutes sets
0: so, three so, days in a row.
2: Is it really fifteen minutes? It's there's like someone made like a mock schedule of it. If the main bands play like 90 minutes, then some bands are playing 21 minutes, 15 minutes. Um, uh, but yes, logistically, that's what a lot of people have had problems on. I don't know whatever, what other one. Now that you've got more info about it,
1: do you think it's a scam do you think it can work? So, so here's the thing i i I know more info about it is out there. However, I personally know nothing more than what was I knew last time we talked about the, this.
0: The selling point for me for like not wanting to go was because it was gonna it's gonna be a it's gonna be a shit show not not that they don't know how to plan things correctly, but what I'm saying is to cycle through bands people always trying to get through to the next set or always trying to get through to like a different stage and then them turning the band. It's just, it's to me like, or it's almost like so fast paced that you're going to be just confused because it's be loud music. You're going to be trying to find places to go. And you already know, like even when we, when we went to warp tour back in like 20, 14, 15, whenever, when we went back to warp Tour, we we were like, getting lost so we're trying to find what bands are playing where and it's already hectic as it is and i know it's only three stages but then you got to think about how far those stages are getting to the stages getting merch like you're not going to have time to go do extra activities because every band is playing every minute so you're not going to see the bands you want to see or you're not going to see all the bands you want to see it's just not realistic so i feel like as much as you're going to be paying you're going to get less view time with the bands that you actually want to see including if you like you know, more like more uh, underground pop punk. You know what I mean? It's not going to be all up. All, it's not going to be all fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna be fun. I just think it'd be, I, I would get annoyed.
1: I think if somebody wants that experience, that's awesome. But I would take the money that they're going to pay because the tickets are what, like two, 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like I could, you can probably see the top four or five bands for that same amount of money at a smaller venue. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd rather do that and but if you want to go out th- I mean you don't really need a reason to go to Vegas so Amen. if you want to just go out there you know to go out there like I think that'd be cool like I I know there's a lot of people that at least they're saying that they're gonna go so
2: and so one of the arguments that, that came up with that was someone showed a video of and it's not even a new concept but a rotating stage yeah so I saw that you could have three three to four bands all set up sound check well maybe not sound checking but at least set up so the second that one's done, uh, you can switch out, which was cool, but yeah, everyone, a lot of uh people that were having problems with it were it was a lot of the same comments of just like tell me you haven't been to the Warp Tour without telling me you've been to Warp
1: Tour, which I don't know if that is an equal argument. I I just my problem with that is like yes, Warp Tour is an experience in and of itself, but like for all we know, this could be also a completely different experience, and there's people that uh were younger than us, right? Like grew up at a different time that maybe they're really into that music and they never got to experience warp tour. Mm-hmm. So this is gonna be it for them, you know what I mean? And I apologize that it's significantly more expensive, but like and crowded. You know? Oh, but they were saying that for like the logistics argument. They
2: were saying like, oh, look at Warp Tour. Warp Tour always worked out. So obviously this is gonna work out. You guys are all just not understanding oh, how it works with oh, the oh, bands. Oh, oh, with oh, so I many see. bands playing in one day.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, yeah, no, you're not like, I mean, Monique and I go to Life is Beautiful and, you know, we have it's to. in the same spot, right? An, yeah. It, no. It's not in the fairgrounds? Oh. The fairgrounds is much smaller than the arts
2: district. Ah, Monique said the fairgrounds is much smaller than the arts district. Mm. So the stages wouldn't be that far apart.
0: So it just seems like it, either way it's going to be a nightmare. I think mean, the first day is gonna be rough. Second and third day might be better, but the first day where everything actually happens, it's gonna be kind of kind of crazy. I wouldn't be surprised. If there's like some some form of Juice World incidents, you know? it, was, I think, it wasn't Juice World. It was uh Travis Scott Astro World. Astro World. That's what I'm saying. Juice yeah. uh, I know. I'm I'm aware. R I P.
1: Uh, I I think it'll I think it'll work out. I I really do. Like I mean, you never see every band, regardless of whatever. You want to go to i just think there's a lot of bands and
2: so do you think it's a better it was a better idea because they're doing three days same lineup every day do you think that's a better idea better idea or having done three days with
1: different with, bands with, each day you know different headliners each three day. Days been way bands. Better. three days different bands each day different stages i think that's the way to go for the consumer i think it'll be for the consumer it'll be a better experience for the people that are going to have to run this entire thing. Um, the artists
0: don't feel rushed. Cause
1: right. they
2: were saying the reason that they would do the same lineup three days is either because they know not enough bands are going to show up or because then they make you buy that ticket three times so that each day you pick different bands to go see. Yeah. yeah I that mean, would, that, that that's
0: also, sense.
1: that's also an option. I mean,
0: they say a different stage each day, but uh, yeah,
1: nah. we'll it'll see. Be, it'll be interesting to watch. When is this supposed to happen? In October. So there's
2: plenty of time for okay. them to really, really figure out what's cool. going on.
1: I, I, I honestly hope it works. Yeah, like I too. hope they figure it out. I hope everybody has an amazing experience. I really do. Like I hope it works. I feel, like it there's like, I feel like it's cool to like hate judge it and it. hate on it, but I really hope everyone has a great time.
0: Like, I don't good. think we're hating on it. I think we're just thinking about what could happen. No, don't yeah. is
1: it's very confusing. I have no idea how they're gonna pull it off, yeah. but I hope they do. Yeah.
0: It's gonna be crazy.
1: Yeah.
2: But let's uh you know we got we we have we have this segment it doesn't really matter anymore but I still want to you know get your nitty gritty emotions reactions feelings about it all cuz you got two games to go over you've last week's and this
1: week's
0: okay green bay we're talking about the
1: 49ers road to the super bowl that was the Correct. segment
0: um so you know niners played hard they played rough we're definitely a mean team um, we had to go against the, uh, the Packers before we went against the Rams. And uh, the Packers was probably one of the coolest football games I've watched because it was so just, like, it was so mean. There was, like, it was cold. Weather was a whole issue. It was basically, like, all white by the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And I've never really watched, like, the Niners play in that kind of stadium, you know? And, like, playing in that area, what, is it Lambeau? Yep, Lambeau Field. Playing Lambeau Field including in the cold and this is like just this is green bay's environment like going against that in that type of environment was kind of honestly more scary than coming to la going back to la because i was like this is all this is a whole new playing field with a whole new weather change it's not california no more you know what i mean so uh, to watch the niners pull that off was really exciting and the whole game was just a freaking Nail biter pretty much. Yeah. Every close. game was. It
2: seems like all three of those games
1: were all very close, very intense games. Every game this year has been a nail biter. I don't think we've had very many blowouts. Everything's been last minute. No, maybe wins. two blowouts, but that's about it. Um I'm just gonna talk about the whole season. Like at one point the 49ers were three and five and like not contending for anything really. People were calling for the head coach to be fired, people were calling for the quarterback to be changed, like everybody was ready for upheaval um but the one thing that like at least the team has shown and like just like listening to all the interviews and the exit interviews the last couple days is like they were a team that was incredibly resilient and they understood their strengths and weaknesses like and they played to it like they were a very self-aware team is the best way to put it mm-hmm. like they knew we did this this and this well and we didn't do this very well so we're going to play to our strengths and we'll go to our weaknesses if we have to but we'd rather not and i think that the turnaround that happened just showed the uh ability to adapt and overcome that they had, which was super fun to watch. And just like you would see glimpses of the potential that when everybody was in unison that we could have. Yeah. And so that was very exciting, but also made it very frustrating because as great as we had, a, as great of a run as we had into the, the off season, um, there's just the, the consistency, uh, at least on the offensive side of the ball was something that kind of lacked. So that was frustrating. Cause like you'd see this beautiful play and you're like, there it is. And then just like a boneheaded play the next day and the next very next play. And you're like, God damn it. So that made it frustrating. But it's cool because coming from three to five to like playing meaningful football, coming from that point, you gotta you have to call this season a victory.
0: The biggest you know? turnaround that I've seen the Niners make by far. Yeah. It was it was cool to watch. It was definitely a great experience. And I just uh it's fun to to just keep the consistency consistency of watching it with Matthew and Dad and Mo. Like that's a, it's a, a good group of people. It's fun to watch football with them. And then, you know, me and Mo have our, our hand, our own special handshake for the touchdowns that we'll have to try and remember for next year. Um, it's a, it's a good time. It's a good experience overall. So I can't wait for next season.
2: And I thought about asking to come over, but then I was like, this is postseason with as superstitious as you are, I was like, the, it, sh- it needs to be me showing up <laughs> and that being why they lose. And yeah. And I'm never invited ever for another, any <laughs> any other 49er game. Uh, but speaking of boneheaded plays, let's paint a picture. We're in the drum household. Fourth quarter, 17 to, 17 to 20, but the Niners have the ball. It's coming to the end of the game. Jimmy G rolls out, hooks to the left to get out of the pocket He's got like three or four defenders coming at him. And instead of taking the sack and losing the yardage, he tosses the ball forward to try and get a forward a lateral pass out and instead it gets picked off. What's happening in that house? It's quiet. What's yeah. happening before that play? On the run up. You Matthew, guys are you guys are you guys have possession. You're on your way to potentially score.
0: Um, let me paint a picture. Uh Matthew is pacing through the whole the whole living room uh i'm quiet um patiently waiting to see what's gonna happen but i'm very like stressed out but i I, like i don't know i just kind of get quiet and start watching the game and uh what was dad doing i have no idea (laughs) (laughs) and mo Mo was just feeling the stress she was just feeling the energy it was it was definitely um playoff season is hard for pe- for people to come over and watch games with us because we don't we don't really like have conversations normally. This no. game was different, but most playoff games we don't have conversation. It's very quiet. We're all very focused on each play, and we'll complain about anything and everything mm-hmm. that's happening. Um, so it's not the funnest experience for people that come in to watch a game thinking that we're going to have fun because it's not it's not fun it's serious. Yeah, we're here to win.
1: And then uh, Jimmy throws the pick or whatever because it bounces off to Michael Hayes's hands. Yeah. Uh, and then it's just a lot of fuck. God damn it. Are you fucking kidding me? And then I usually stand there and wait for a flag hoping that something happens to Overton the play and then it doesn't come. And then I sit back in the recliner, slump down with my hands and my my face in my hands and then I think we all cried a bit. Yeah. I cried. I cried. Yeah, Dalton like stormed out like right after. Yeah, I was pissed. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then none of us sleep. I that literally came home, slept from ten till midnight, and then was up from midnight, and I
0: just stayed up for the rest of the day because just was upset. I just left. I we, I left the house at like seven, and didn't come out of my room till the next morning. I just need to, just need to, be alone for a while.
2: What was the worst play? The yeah. That's the worst play. That more than the uh
1: more than the failed
0: interception pick opportunity? Yeah, I don't I don't I don't
1: blame that play. Like that would have helped for sure, but we hadn't scored any points in that entire second half and even when uh that play happened, there were still 9 minutes left. Oh, okay. So with the with the way things were trending, I would the homer in me is like, yeah, we would have scored, but realistically looking back on it now, I don't really know. I think the worst play was um, there was an overthrow to George Kittle right up the middle in the first mm-hmm. quarter, and there was green grass. He would have scored a he touchdown. Would have scored. So I think that would have changed the tone of the game. But For sure. It was definitely cool to see all the 49er fans come out and fill in SoFi Stadium. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the head coach, Kyle Shanahan, talked about it today. He said it was probably the coolest thing he's ever seen in any sport that yeah. he's been around, where it's like an entire fan base literally comes over to like,
0: take over the stadium and they did it was like what 53 percent, yeah something like that
2: and they even talked about how they had to like restrict non-la resident yeah uh, tickets
1: yeah i think they poured fuel on the fire because it was like if they just would have done nothing and not made a big deal people there still would have been a lot of people it was just an exciting time exciting game but because they put restrictions on it i promise you there was 49er fans who were like i'm just fucking taking out loans i don't care
0: yeah yeah, the Super Bowl is going to be wild, though. Yeah, going to be cool.
1: Same, yeah, home
2: advantage.
1: But so let's
2: let's get into back into uh, one of our oldest segments we haven't done in a while, one of our signature segments. You boys know what it is?
1: One, two, three. The boys' room.
2: Yes, we have not done the boys' room in a couple of months. It's been a while. So got a minute. we got three of them, and we're just going to start right in. Oh, nope. We got three of them. We're going to start right in. So as soon as you can see that, one of you two.
0: I can't read. You don't expect us to read that from that far, David. I got it. You're going
1: to? Yep. Just uh, maximize that for me, big guy. Nope. just the screen. There we go. My girlfriend ribbits. What? Okay. Um, I'm dating my girlfriend for about a year and a half. Everything has been amazing, and I'm so in love with her. But when she got more comfortable around me, She's began burping, farting, etc. This is all fine and normal, but her burps are strange. She only recently started burping her real burp, which is in quotations, which is almost like a croak or ribbit on the top of on top of a normal burp. Like she screams while she burps. Every time I bring it up, she gets weirdly defensive, saying things like, why do you care? or Just let me do me. I can hardly stand it, and it weirds me out. She does it in public, and even when she's around my parents, and it's God. embarrassing for me. <laughs> I do not like going out with her out of fear that she will let it out. She will let out a horrendous croak in public around me. What do I do? I love her, but I feel embarrassed. How
0: obnoxious is her ribbit? Is it? I need ribbit? a sound. Is there a ribbit. sound
1: bite? Because it says it says she ribbit. screams on top of the burp.
2: Yeah, I don't. How? There's no sound bite, but. It's uh, how do you picture a burp that then has
1: like a sound over it? I, I don't. I just like, I, I can't like literally like this is how I'm going to have to meditate now. Trying to figure out this because like my brain just goes blank.
0: I want to try it. Nope. <laughs> I don't know how you do it.
2: it. I mean, it doesn't seem like something you consciously do.
0: How do you even develop that? <laughs> like is at it, what point do you go? I want to burp, but I also want to sound like a frog when I burp because it sounds just sound like, like a, frog. a banshee. Is it
1: like, like a medical condition? Maybe, but but I don't think been, that's the I don't think
2: that's the issue that's fully being. Uh, so, so like it's for right now. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But like,
1: <laughs> so is this guy an ass for not wanting hey, his don't, girlfriend to burp? Don't rivet it in front of my parents again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean, Dalton didn't start laughing until it mentioned that she's doing it in public and around
0: his parents. Yeah, I stuff. feel like it's different if you're just doing it because you're comfortable. But then when you're around, you know, family and friends and in public, there, I feel like there's some things that can stay between you two and some things that don't have to. Yeah. Um, but that's just me. If she feels that she wants to be free and rivet wherever she pleases, <laughs> fuck it, dude. You got to let her do it. You yeah. just got to appreciate her for doing her own thing.
2: Do you think she knows what, she, what it sounds like? I that think she
0: has it? to. There's to, no
1: way you have that she burp has she's getting has to defensive. be aware. There's no way you grow up and go through school with that burp without being A, asked to do it, B, uh, being made fun of for it. But There's don't no be way.
0: surprised if people are like, you know, like that's not like you, you know, you sound different. Just accept it and be like, yeah, no, I rib it when I burp. It's fine.
2: Maybe that's why she says just let me do me.
0: Yeah, but getting defensive over it instead of explaining SOY is different.
2: Uh, And then on a base level, farting and burping around each other. Yay or nay? That's fine. It's cool with me? I don't care. All right, there you go. All right, here's the next one. I'll take it because it's uh, longer, so I'll go ahead and shrink it. That's a lot of words.
0: That is a lot of words. That is.
2: Uh, So I think my sister's boyfriend is lying about his degree. Dad wants to hire him. What do I do? So, the girl's sister is dating this guy. They've been together for 3 years, and he says he has a degree in a certain field from a certain university. But when she tried to talk to him about it, he said he didn't want to talk about work.
0: <laughs> Classic.
2: <laughs> and uh, when they got together, he was working retail, and she'll get she goes more into that later. Okay. Uh, he told her where he went. And she was like, oh, I got a friend there. And then he was like, oh, I mean, I went here. Even though he had like mentioned two or three times, like, oh, I went to University A. And then she was like, oh, I have a friend at University A. And he was like, I mean, University A. Ah. Uh, he doesn't have any pictures of his graduation or time at uni. Uh, admits he doesn't have his diploma, but says that he, lo- he lost it when he moved. Hmm. And it's been three years. No way. So and and he he laments he's he's sad that he can't prove that he has his degree. <laughs> he's
0: digging himself in a hole.
2: And uh, she she's like, "You dude, you can just email your college and ask for a, a copy, a second one." Yeah. He was like, "No, nah, it's too much work. Mm. Too much work to do that." It is, man. I get it. Uh, she Googled his name and the university. Uh, he said that he worked on a couple things and had his dissertation published, but nothing came up. And then she goes on to uh, explain, not knocking people who work retail, but his job was in a high demand field, and he says he works at a ma- he says he worked at a major company before quitting when at a time when his industry was thriving, and so why is he working retail if it's a high demand field? So, she's like, yeah, all these can look innocent on their own, but it doesn't seem right.
0: doesn't seem genuine.
2: And now, the girl's father has his own business and is looking for someone that is in the same skill set as what this guy says he has. And so, the dad's like, yeah, I'll offer him the job. And she's like, how do I? I don't want my dad to no, get stuck with this guy. No, no, no. But also, like, I don't want him to work there.
0: Come on. We got to at least see what happens. So, uh,
2: she says, how do I best present my concerns without causing more problems for the family and for uh, this? Who do I talk to We You don't
0: have to control shit. Let it happen. Let's you want to watch
2: the fire burn.
0: Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. If he's if he's going this far to lie about this, what else has he done? Come on. there's more. There's more questions than answers here. If he's lying about just a degree, could he be lying about his relationship? Could he be lying about cheating on her? Could he be lying? So, you
1: want to take that person and let their father hire this individual that's probably lying about everything. Figure it out. But that comes at potentially
2: the cost of your father's business. No way. Running the business into the ground.
0: Okay, you're, or you're not gonna. If you just hire a guy, you're not gonna give him the responsibility of the whole company. Think about it. He's gonna have a few times to figure things out, but and within those few, maybe two times of figuring whatever's fucking thing he has, you're gonna know.
2: Now she does say, Dad views him as the son he never had <laughs> because he has two
0: daughters. Well, maybe he'll forgive him. I think. I think at this point, you just gotta let the person learn. Why do you always have to, don't control it. Just let it happen.
1: No, I completely disagree. What do you think? Uh, I think you should, she should talk to the dad and be like, listen, I've asked him these questions or even at dinner, just bring up things about the field. Like ask the dad, like what would be some common knowledge things that someone with this degree would know? So do what you were doing to your fishing. Exactly. A guy. Yes. Ask open-ended questions and then just tell the dad, watch how he answers. you can read between the lines with that. I do not think you should let this person go work for your dad's business and let him run it to the ground
0: like well obviously they're gonna interview him for first like I don't know no they they they'll just
1: hire him. this is the son he's never had. he this, wants to leave his he, legacy think, he wants to like get be able to hand over the keys one day so this guy's gonna come and doesn't know what he's doing, not saying that he can't learn it, but it's like if you know there's all these concerns, there's probably more like you just said if he's lying about this, what else is he lying about? I think it could be like it could be like. your dad's asphalt company, you know? If there was
2: someone that someone very close to you guys that wanted a job, would your dad and and your dad knew them and cared about them very much, would he interview them? Or would he just be like, yeah,
0: start work. I would interview anybody.
2: You would. I would. If Caleb if Caleb wanted a job if Natalie wanted a job working with your dad, you think your dad would interview her?
0: Of course. Nah, I think you just tell her to show up. What do I know, right? Fuck me.
2: Well, you got two very compelling arguments on either side of the fence. I don't know why you're upset. I'm
0: not upset. (laughs) Why would I be upset about that? just wants
2: to watch this fire burn. I'm getting deja vu. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Welcome. uh, Here is our last one, and this is for Dalton to read. I can't
1: read that. Oh, okay. Well, then, uh, Matt, you can read this one again. New boyfriend just won't seem to stop bragging and talking about himself. Dot, dot, dot. Insecurity? Question mark. I've been dating a new guy for about 10 days now. He wants to get together almost every night. He is all in. And while he has a, a successful business, he seems a little bit obnoxious sometimes, taking, talking too loud a little too much, if you know the type. Hmm. Is that what that said? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I've, talked, I've talked a lot to him now, and I wonder if all this brack. oh, thank God – I've talked a lot to him now, and I wondered if all of his bragging and interrupting was due to insecurity and needing to prove himself. He will say things like, boy, I got lucky because I would never dream to have someone like you as a girlfriend. He compliments me a ton, which is sweet, but it's overwhelming. But when I talk, he's constantly interrupting me and talks about something about him or whatever he can slide or whatever angle he can slide in. Tonight I was telling him I started working with a personal trainer twice a week, and he immediately asked me if I was treating him as my trainer or therapist. I pretended it was a joke, and I said, trainer, of course. He said, well, once my NFL buddies asked me to help them train because they admired my size and build so much, I realized that most people in the gym just talk and talk and talk. See what I mean? It's always something nonstop about him. I thought it would pass, but I'm not sure it will at this point. He's clearly a spin with me, no doubt, but this is just getting to be a lot. How can I test this? Maybe he's just an egomaniac. He has a ton of friends, and I can tell his adult kids adore him by the texts and calls that I've heard him on. Thoughts?
0: This man.
1: Oh, my gosh. So I'm assuming he's older if he has adult kids. Yeah. And
2: if he's got NFL buddies. NFL buddies.
0: He's successful. That's that's clear to see. But at the same time, like, how do you talk about yourself that much? Without even knowing. Maybe he was just single. for a, He's been a single dad for a very long time. But I don't think. I don't know. Something's odd about that.
1: People are afraid with silence. Like, um... Like somebody, so I'm someone that will share a story that's similar to a story that somebody else shared. Sometimes it can be seen as like one upping, but like I always mean it in a way of like, I connect with you on that experience because I experienced something similar really depends on the person and how they, they take it really depends on how they view me. Um, but when it's just like your significant other and they're telling you something and you always have to redirect it to back to yourself like that's a that's an issue, you know? Yeah, that's um, a red
0: flag from the start.
1: And and like that's an issue because like what if something you know, it's like those people that like compare their pains, you know, like oh, I'm so sad this happened to me right now. Oh, well that that's I would rather have that because this is what happened to me. It's kind of like that but in like the opposite, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, something's off. I wouldn't, I would not.
0: I mean, if you're getting all these red flags and you're obviously annoyed by it, then just, you know, just because he has the money and compliments you and does all this shit doesn't mean that he's a good guy. Just means he has money and compliments you. It's very simple. If you want to leave, leave.
1: Yeah. And then, like, I would, I would be curious to see, like, if she disagrees with him about something, like, how he handles that. Yeah. Like, somebody that needs that much, like, reassurance about things and, you know, likes to be put on a pedestal all the time, like, Take them off the pedestal and see how they
0: react. She should just like have fun with it and test the waters. Just really test the waters. Well, That'd I mean, be awesome.
2: I mean, what do you make of that one single sentence? Once my NFL buddies asked me to help train them because they admired my size and build so much. Now, we don't know if he's also an NFL player. He could be someone that's in the NFL. We don't know.
0: We're just a big liar.
2: He does have a successful business, which makes me think that he's not a sports person if he took the time to build up that business. but hmm, put Cap. You call Cap? Cap that.
1: I'm going to call this guy an egomaniac.
2: Egomaniac? Yep. All right. So for the lady that's
1: been with him for 10 days. Leave him. Maybe not, not if if you're if you're annoyed after ten days enough to come write about it on Reddit, something is is wrong.
0: Imagine where we'll be in a year. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> the stories on Reddit will be insane. That's thirty six times more than that.
2: Uh, yeah. All right. Well, as Dalton said, we're gonna put a cap on that boys' room. Dalton, what are you squaring up with
0: this week? This week, I will be squaring up with uh my computer. Yeah, that sounded bad. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what happened with it. I was trying to work on it, and I can't figure it out. And I'm like, I went to school for this. I should know what I'm doing. After working on it for three hours, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) And so I accepted defeat, and I got to go take it to somebody to get it fixed. I just don't know how much it's going to cost. So, Matt, what are you squaring up with? Squaring up with my day today. It was just long, never-ending.
1: Very, very, very busy. There's a lot of things, but... Uh, I'm just very tired. Yeah, I'm incredibly tired. I'm ready yeah. for bed. Uh, David, what are you scoring up with this week? I'm scoring up with uh, when everyone does laundry at the same time. Nice. And uh, you don't have enough. You Can't get to a washer.
2: Not that more than uh when you run out of hangers, mm. but you have wet clothes. Yeah. So what
1: do you do? You use the dryer.
2: Just throw it on things. They're gonna shrink. So- I can't shrink my clothes. Why not? Cause I'm a big boy.
1: No, all your shirts are always a little too big. So then you shrink it and it'll be the right size. Those ones are already in the dryer. We're getting off topic here. <laughs> <laughs> David's like, oh, I hate logic. No. Matt, you what did is it? I? Look,
2: you knocked it you off. You knocked it off. Yes. What is your woe
1: dude? My woe dude. What's my woe dude of the week? Don, what's your woe dude? I don't have a woe dude this week. That's all good.
2: What's your woe dude? Um... Zero proof knowledge or zero knowledge proofs. There's a video I watched on YouTube. Nice. Of, explain uh, that, please. That it was a no du- it was me. it was a dude ex- having to explain those five levels videos where it's like he's explained to a child, then a teen, mm. then a college kid, grad student, expert. It was basically this way. It's using like uh, blockchain and crypto and cybersecurity and stuff. It's a way to prove. uh Prove your knowledge about something without giving away any info. Hmm. So like the the simpler example that the guy gave in the video when he was talking to a teen, he was like, I want you to write a secret and put it in this box. I'm going to prove to you that I know the combination for this box, but I don't want to give you any information. I just need to do. He, she, he was like, do you think that I know the combination? She was like, No he's like, all right, I'm going to prove it to you without, you know, without giving you any, without giving you the combination, essentially. So he just opened it? Yeah. So he was able to do it. The, the better one was with the child. He was like, here's a picture with a bunch of penguins. There's a puffin in there. Do you think you can find it? She was like, I don't think so. He was like, I know where the puffin is. Do you, do you, but I don't want to tell you where it is. She, and he was like, do you believe me? She was like, I don't think so. So he was like, hold on. And then it like switched, it cut. And he had a big black board that was far bigger than the size of the picture with a little tiny hole. He was like, look in that little tiny hole. And she looked, and he was like, what do you see? She was like, a puffin. He was like, yes. So I've shown you that I know where the puffin is because I set up the picture. But you don't know if it's aligned with this end of the picture or if it's aligned with the other end of the picture. You don't know where the picture starts. So I haven't told you where in the picture it is, but I have proved to you that I know where it is. And then he goes into this whole thing. It's like using that, but in mathematical hmm. problems and computations to prove your statistics or, or, or information without giving access to anyone that could then be infiltrated.
1: Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Interesting.
2: So it's like it's essentially it's a way where I'm confused, you could, but I'm not. You could log in instead of needing to log in and use a password every time, you would use this zero knowledge proof. Yeah. To hmm. say, Yes, this is me and get in, but there's no keystrokes, there's no record of the
1: password that someone would be able to come in and get. Interesting. Yeah. That is cool. I know my woe dude. What's your woe dude? Um Brooks knows what my car looks like. Cause he freaks out when he sees you. No, yeah, uh, we were going to the gym, and he was walking in front of me. We were walking out the front door, and once he opened up the front door, he saw my car, and then he looked at Lexi and said, "Uncle," and then kept walking. And I was like, "What the hell? He knows what my I don't know if it's my car or if it's like that carport or the car spot was parked in, <laughs> but either way, it was crazy. Just crazy to see him comprehend things. Yeah, he's cute. Uh,
2: Don, what do you what 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 got you stoked this week?
0: What mm. got me stoked this week. Um, I feel like I'm finally getting back in shape after all the COVID and sick shit that I've been going through. That's right. You're missing you missed ten days. I missed 20 a good. Days. I, I missed a good amount of days, so I feel like I'm finally getting back into it. And uh, the little bulk I've been doing is working, so I'm enjoying it. Feels good. How about you, Matt? Um, I've been able to do some weightlifting, and my knees feel good. So I'm pretty
1: stoked on that. What about you, Cheese? Uh, We found lo-fi
2: versions and 8-bit versions (laughs) of Bo Burnham's Inside. Yeah, so good. It's really, really cool. And it just
1: made me remember how good the songs are and want to go watch it again.
0: Oh, my gosh. I want to go watch it again. You should do
1: it. Yeah. All right, we made it this far into the podcast. Thank you so much for your time. Go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and a review wherever you're listening to this. And if you are here on YouTube, thank you for joining us and staring at us while we... Did all of our shenanigans and if you're looking for a place to purchase all of the merch uh you can go ahead and go to our etsy shop
2: drum drummer pod and the link will be below
1: in the in the, the in description. description and go ahead place your order it will be open until the end of february and then we'll go ahead and make sure that all of you guys get your shirts as soon as possible
2: these are for the wave Collection as well as the
1: OG logo shirts. Yes. Too. So if you missed out on the OG logos, you can go ahead and get those. Or if you want the Wave collection, then uh, go ahead and put in your order and we will take care of the rest. Dalton, this is your second time wearing it. How's it feel after a wash?
0: So comfortable and soft. Makes my muscles look bigger. Plus 10 strength, plus 10 agility. It's great. Nice. Yeah.
1: All right. Until next week, everybody stay safe, stay healthy. I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye.